As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wait, Wait what? what? Really? really? Okay. Okay. With your host, Lauren Weissman. This is a fully licensed theme song. For the show about stuff that makes you say. Wait, Wait what? Really? really? Hi, this is Lauren Wiseman. This is episode 101 of the Wait What Really Okay podcast. The title of this episode is The Numbers Mindset That Might Be Hurting Your Podcast. This can also be said for your video, for your blogs, for your social media, and the different ways that you're messaging as a whole. I'm a brand messaging strategist that likes to focus on the optics, the interactions, the intention versus the perception, and the subjective versus the objective. So inside of this episode, what I'm getting at is the ideas of where we feel and we might feel completely off about where numbers affect us, genuinely affect us, and how our race and in certain times ego for these numbers affects other people in negative ways. What I'm going to ask of you to do as you listen to this is to open a mindset and open to hearing ideas. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm not going to tell you why to do it. I'm not going to put the force that many of these marketing gurus, advertising hype, and even these branding specialists that really aren't that special are shoving down your throat every day. All I would love to get out of this episode, and if you choose to listen to the whole thing, is for you to consider some of these things and see where they might play in or tie in to what you're up to, what you're doing, and how your audience may really be feeling about your presence and your presentation. Let's first go to the just insane marks. I'm a part of a number of different podcast groups. I I help out where I can. And podcasting is not a core thing. It's one element for me to share information. I don't put a lot of focus into a podcast. As you hear, my editing probably could be better. My voice could probably be better. The materials could be better if I wanted to go that route. This is more of a form of sharing my authenticity, my experiences, my authority in an audio format. 
I also look to videos, I look to photos, I look to blogs, and to the podcasters listening to this, I advise you to do the same even if the podcast is your foundation and your anchor. Putting some of these things in other places, it could draw people in. It can draw people in. Now, in some of these groups that I was talking about before, you'll find people saying, I need 100 right now. I've had 75 listeners so far for this one episode. I need to break 100. Why? I need, you know, a couple more listeners here. I need more likes. I need reviews. So in a sense, if you're sharing something, and again, step out of the mindset, step out of the, the ego of it. You want somebody to listen to you, and now they're listening to you, and now it's almost like you're saying, well, give me more. Shouldn't the fact that they're there be appreciated? And shouldn't the fact that that person, whether it's number one, number 99, number 4,999, shouldn't they feel appreciated for listening? Because unintentionally, in many cases, because of the marketing hype, because of what's been put out, it's going, okay, you've come to me now, give me more, give me more, give me more. Did you like my episode? Great, tell your friends about it. Let people rest in an overly dominant, overly pushy time. Get out of the marketing people screaming for a funnel, screaming to get an email, to put another email on their list, forgetting that it is people listening. You talk about fans, you know, I just, I honor my fans. You're not honoring your fans when you give the 5,000th like a, a gift and stating, oh, you know, this is what I'm going to do and, and we need to get it to here. Why? Why do those people need to get it to there? It is not the job of your fan to market you. Stop treating them like it is. Now, when you begin to treat a fan with honor, when you begin to treat a fan with respect, when you showcase inside of your authenticity and whether it's authority, whether it's storytelling, whether it's somewhere in between, when you create something that is special, that has good content, people won't be needed to be reminded to listen to the episode or being reminded or told to share it with others. They'll do it a little bit more organically. And I'm not saying get off the, all, the call to action altogether, but most people right now could afford to remove or reduce their call to action well by 50 to 75% because people get tired of it. And there are people right now that are connecting. They're listening to an episode. They're watching a video. They're reading something. They're hearing something. And they feel this connection. And then inside of the close, all of a sudden the connection is dropped. Because your authority has now leaded, led them to sales. And now they're relating what you're talking about to the sales systems that they're tired of from other people. So maybe it's not even you. But as you shift the tone now to your lead generation moment, your call to action, your push, your pressure, now what you did for the last 20, 30 minutes, what you did for three minutes in a video, what you did somewhere else, it now disintegrates to a certain extent. If we consider that viewpoint, if we're able to look and say, okay, let me feel the perception over forcing the intention and I don't think that most of you are really trying to push that hard. And you, don't, you might not even realize that you're doing it. But as you take a step back and look at that and say, wait a minute, that really did turn into a sale at the end. Is this a piece of content or is it an advertisement? I don't go, I, I will occasionally put the call to actions and I put my signature on the edge of my blogs and I have information and, and signatures at the bottom of the content of videos. 
my core anchor is to share the information that I have, to share my views, authenticity. Also inside of that, keeping it that this is my opinion, this is where I've garnered and gained my facts, and this is what I've come from it and why I share it. It's not all about lead generation. And when you sit in that lead mode, when it's all about numbers to you, it's not going to matter to anybody else. This ties directly into media too. A lot of people feel like I need the popularity of a podcast. I need the po- I need people to be seeing this. I need to hit a certain number set. In the middle of trying to hit that certain number set so that you can get to earned media, so that you can get to larger opportunities, so that you can potentially get to sponsorships, in pushing that, it's the exact reason you haven't got there yet. Because people feel an inauthentic, non-organic push. There are, There is the subliminal. There is the other side of how people are interacting and reacting. Even the biggest fan. I, I, I watch and I hate the passive aggressive. How can I have this many followers on Facebook and, you know, only 10 of you shared this? What's going on here? This person, you actually attacked your fan base because you're not happy that you have the numbers and you haven't for two seconds considered that maybe it's the content or as I listen to this person who has excellent content for 15 minutes, they should really stop their podcast at minute 15 because then they spend 15 minutes in an arrogance call to action lead generation sale. They reference back to everything. So they have... They have an authenticity and they have an authority, but they have muted it and dulled it with the forced overly dominant sale that pushes people away. And it's why it doesn't grow. Why would I want to share something that's turning me off? And why are people turning off at that point going, you know what? I just don't want to go to the sale point. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm kind of tired. It's going here. I'm turning off. Would you put yourself in the shoes there? If you wanted to share something, do you just share it with absolutely everybody? And if you do, you know, do you want to be viewed authentically? That could be what's happening with your audience. So build up with an organic consideration within it, with your intention, but also with the perception and consider the messaging that you're putting out. Lose the whole thing about numbers. And inside of losing the thing about numbers, look to where is the brand messaging anchor inside of your podcast? Where can your podcast be shared? Why is it that you put it up in three places and then begin to go on a week-long obliteration of, I put this up yesterday, this is the new episode, go here, go here. It's incredible force and it's passive. Now, in being more assertive, in being more positive, you can put it up and then maybe on another day you work on some pings. Maybe you find another place where you can distribute the podcast Maybe there's some other thing going on somewhere else where you're able to where you're able to not newsjack or take it away, but post there. Where are different places, different pages, different groups all along the week where you can post out in new places and inside of your podcast? Do you have a quote? Is there a quote that's right in the middle of that podcast where you can say something along the lines of maybe on a Tuesday? Okay, you pop that thing out on a Monday. On Tuesday, you turn it into a meme. And then you share that meme on Instagram, on Pinterest, on another photo site. If you're hearing the noises in the background, by the way, I'm outside. I uh, <laughs> doing my social distancing, but uh, felt like setting up the uh, the microphone and the, the desk out here. That was the mailman that just went by. If that got picked up, 
So you have this great quote. You pull the quote out. You add the quote into the Pinterest, into the Instagram, into other pages. You could even post it in the same, you know, Facebook or wherever where the day before you posted about the podcast because you have a differential of information. You have new content that if somebody had not listened to the podcast or if somebody just read through and saw the post, they don't know about that quote. That becomes webbing material. And what I mean by webbing is now you're bringing them back. You're, you're, you've drawn, you've potentially drawn someone in that did not listen to the episode and they see it somewhere else and not right in the middle of it, but in a comment after that meme mentioned, this came from this episode and here's the link to iHeart, Spreaker, Spotify, wherever you are. Now you're continuing to engage them and you're respecting your audience with new content, with new elements. And in that invitation, you're not saying, don't forget to listen. Did you listen? Did you share? Did you do this? Did you do that? Maybe it's a video supplemental a day later. And all in this, and, and it could you know, be a summary or something you talked about in the episode. But you're constantly bringing new elements of content to drive people back to that episode as opposed to driving that episode down people's throats all week. Another thing with the quotes too. Consider running to, you know, set up on own quotes, ownquotes.com, and also Goodreads. You can add your own quotes. And in the same thing from the optimization standpoint, see this element, again, getting away from the numbers of, I need this many shares, I need this many likes, I need this, I need that, I need this many comments. No, you don't. You absolutely don't. What about needing engagement? What about needing an audience that wants to listen to you, that wants to share what you're about, that wants to be a part of you, that wants to share about you? And that's going to come from the root and the authenticity and how you resonate in what you create over the excessive sales push. I am so tired personally of these marketing hype coaches. You have to do this. You must do this. If you're not emailing this many people, if you're not asking every day, you're just failing yourself. In a lot of ways, you're failing the potential of authentic, long-term endurance engagement because so many other people are taking that path right now and so many other people are getting annoyed by it. Open up the opportunity to real relationships as fans. Stop worrying about, oh, we're this close to a thousand likes. Who cares? And in that, you don't get some kind of award. And second off, how offensive is that to like 57 who's sitting there? Yes, let's step into that perception. Like 57 who's been there with you a really long time and they feel completely forgotten about because you're just the next number. You're just the next range. You're trying to be seen as bigger, as more, as better. And you lose those fans and they drop off. And they don't feel, hey, I'm going to find engagement elsewhere. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then it gets loud. Hang on just a second. <laughs> now you really know I'm outside. I'm leaving this in, by the way. Yeah, you try to hit the midpoint of a show with a bang. This is our bang. Wait What Really Okay, episode 101, brought to you by Waste Pro, America's choice, first in service. 
call 407-774-0800. And I leave this going for a certain point. As this noise goes away, man, I'm going to have to compress that. I apologize for those noises. Or are you inside of the numbers? Are you putting too much time into the stuff that doesn't matter? Now, that got really, really loud and really, really crazy, but we're still rolling. Point being, what I'm getting at is, if you're sitting there and you're spending four hours to edit a 30-minute episode to make it just so perfect, do you really think that's the audience that's going to convert for you? Because they're looking for perfection over authority? Oh, you sound that much better. You went out and bought some $1,000 mic. I saw somebody, they had a microphone like what I used to use when I was in music. Uh, it was a just a beautiful Neumann U87. And this person had no authenticity and no authority. But man, did this dude have a setup. I used to run those mics on, on overheads on drum sets to pick up just the perfect cymbal sounds. And those things are expensive microphones. You don't need that. And if you do, then is it time right now to look at what you're creating and work to create a greater authority so that everything from how great you sound is step to what you're sharing? People talk about you've got to have this equipment. You've got to have that. I don't agree. And more people are disagreeing too. This is where the subjective and the objective comes in. You have people that are opinionated that you have to sound great to be taken seriously. If you're great, okay, you got maybe a crappy USB mic or, or whatever. If you're great and you're getting a message across, that is helping people, that is stewarding information, that is sharing, that is engaging, that is, <clears throat> excuse me, that is offering up something, then you're doing fine. You want to bring up the quality? By all means, that's great. But crutching with quality and crutching with hype and crutching with advertising is just going to fall out anyways. And it is falling out. And even in the middle of all the chaos around the, the coronavirus and the quarantine stuff, what I love about this, the one thing I do love about this, is you're seeing an, under, you're seeing an underwhelming thing happen almost. Certain people that were all hype, all smoke and mirrors, all that presence that they have to be, they can't be it as much right now. Yes, they can shoot the stuff from home and whatnot, but they're being seen for what they are. And I hope that this continues to happen, that the authenticity can rise and come up in this time and people become a little bit smarter and a little bit more aware that, hey, they're being hyped, they're being pushed. And maybe as your audience is in that, that you stop pushing to them, you stop hyping to them, you stop telling them that you have the answers and start saying, I believe I have some answers, certain answers for this and here's where it comes from. Why do you need to be the best? Can't you just be of authority and of quality? I've, I'm, I'm really tired too of these, the, the number one podcast for this, America's number one this expert. Stop it. The true honor of a true expert, there is authority mixed with humility. And that expert or that master per se knows that there's more that they can learn. So why do they need to be number one? And oftentimes I see people throw out the number one tag because they're the furthest thing from number one. And they need to use the hype. I'm a bestseller. 
lots of fiction books are bestsellers. I have this many downloads. Again, in the numbers thing, I don't care how many downloads you have. And more people are caring less about the downloads. We bought into that. Oh, we need to put downloads. We need to put Amazon bestseller. We need to have this. We need to have this many followers to be taken seriously. No, no, no. That's opinion. And it's an opinion that you don't necessarily want to engage or connect with because as people begin to step away from the hype and they realize, wait, you can buy an Amazon bestseller? You can. Wait, you can buy listens? You can buy downloads? Absolutely. You can buy views, likes, shares? Yup. So that's where the turning point is. And that's the shift. The numbers mindset might be hurting your podcast, your videos, what you're creating because of a focus that goes to the numbers and a lack of focus that goes to the people that make up those numbers. I'm not saying go back over this a thousand times and think all these different tactics. It's a singular, simple tactic. Begin to think about how you present in a call to action, how you present when you share that podcast, what you expect It's your podcast. It's your video. You focus on the shares. You focus on the connections. And when you do, the invitation that will come back from other people wanting to, it will grow exponentially. People are tired. And this is not subjective. This is objective. It's against a lot of the marketing gurus. It's against a lot of the hype artists. They're tired of being told what to do for people going to podcasts, for people going to videos. They just want to hear. They just want to learn. They want to experience for themselves. Guide them with your stories. Guide them with your authority. Guide them with your authenticity. But don't guide them in what to do with it. Your audience is smarter than you think. You think Your audience, your new audience can be smarter than you think, but it's time to give them some credit. And it's time to care and honor and resonate and respect with the people that have been there from the beginning to the ones that are just joining you right now. In that, you have the truest foundation. You create an anchor system of your messaging, of your brand, of what's putting out that draws people to want to share, to want to like, to want to connect. That is much more honorable. That That has so much more integrity then the MLM hype push, you need to know about this. If you didn't know about that, I mean, all of this, in a lot of ways, inside of that push, it, it can be perceived and oftentimes is perceived as you know more than them. You know what? Think about it this way. You know different things from them. Honor your audience. Honor the people and not the numbers. Look at a way or a series of ways that work for you personally where you can engage an audience with an act of kindness, an act of love, and not this act of force and expectation and pressure and push and marketing and, and, and funnels. Love on your audience in a positive way as you share your content and they will share it more. They will engage it more. They will love it more and they will connect with you that much more. This is Lauren Wiseman. This was called The Numbers Mindset That Might Be Hurting Your Podcast. The garbage truck is coming back this way, so I'm going to cut it here. Thank you for listening. And I don't need you, and I don't want you, unless you want to, to like, to share, to, to comment. I hope you enjoyed this podcast for what it, what it is and what I shared. 
absolutely nothing more. Thank you. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.